You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flower Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. With me always are my good friends. Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. And uh, before we get started, we got to give a shout out to A-Power Batteries. Uh, when you need extra power, get A-Power. Uh, that's rcbatteriesusa.com. Uh, we all use them here at the Park Flower Podcast. And because we do, we're going to give you a special discount. If you go to rcbatteriesusa.com, you can type in PFPC10, that's Sparkfire Podcast 10, and receive your discount. Uh, Hey, wait, is there a jingle? uh, You know what? I don't have a jingle, but maybe we can come on. A-Power. There you go. A-Power. (laughs) A-Power. Well, we're really liking them. I think Mike is is catching on, too. He really likes his. Uh, Also, an amazing uh, addition to us uh, is the Three Arrow Adventures. Uh, that's the YouTube channel and e-commerce store where Pilot Command uh, Eric Haddad, who we've had on the uh, podcast before, he uses 3D printing and model aviation to encourage his viewers and customers to lo- never let go of the thing they were most passionate about. And growing up for Eric, that was RC uh, model aviation. So 3D Air Adventures offers fully 3D printable functional RC aircraft designs that can be downloaded and fabricated on the hobbyist level. Uh, desktop 3D printers. Visit uh, www.3daeroventures.com to learn more about their design and their process of 3D printing your own unique aircraft. You can download the build guides and sample files for free in order to dial in your printer before purchasing. And just for the Park Flyer podcast listeners, get 15% off of any purchase by entering the code PARKFLYER at checkout. So PARKFLYER, I'll... Uh, Get some 3D printed, and then be so uh, kind as to let us know here on the Park Flyer Podcast how they worked out. We'd love to hear your story. And, and you can do that by calling 830-444-4943. Speaking of which, we would like to give a shout-out to Steve Wattenberg, uh, who has uh, utilized our phone number several times. <laughs> Yeah, Thank it you, seems Steve. weekly. Uh, I think that's stalking. He, no, he's, he's not stalking. But <laughs> the good news is he uh, gave us kudos uh, for using uh, electronic speed controller instead of escape. Escape, which is something that has been on our brain for many, 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 many years. It's still <laughs> going to happen, Mike. It's still I know happen. it's still. But we are making an effort, and thanks to Steve and his uh, constant reminding, which we <laughs> love, by the way. Stalking. I looked it up. It's called stalking. <laughs> we love it, by the way. <laughs> uh, and Steve, we're going to have to reach out to you and get you on the podcast. I think it would be so much fun. So give us a call at 830-444-4943 and uh, let us know if you're up for that. So Okay. Uh, now, um, I did it free for A-Power, so I think I should do it for 3D Air Adventures too. What's that? Uh, the jingle. Oh, what's the jingle? 3D Aero Ventures. <laughs> okay, you're fired. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Aero Ventures. Here we come. Okay, well, that was, Eric, thank you very much for letting <laughs> sorry me about that. that Eric. He just retracted that. So <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that, Eric. I didn't, yeah, Eric know, just I, went, I tried okay, forget it. Uh, I this thought is those why guys I'm not a musician. Out, but, yeah, now they're not, so... 
Well, um, the good news is you can probably see Jay is not in his hobby room. Uh, if you are watching uh, the video, uh, I'd actually like to give a shout out. Something happened in our last uh, podcast video uh, upload. I'm not really sure why it uploaded only my side, but uh, anyway, uh, we finally got it rectified. We took it down. A couple of people mentioned it. Hey, man, because you you're the star. I know. Well, I was the star, but whatever. Uh, but anyway, we got the new one out, and so uh, this is our third attempt. And as you can see uh, from watching the previous two, that Jay is not in his normal room uh, because I just happen to be here in Arizona. He happens to be sitting across the desk from me. So, yes, this is a wonderful opportunity. Uh, I did spend a couple of days down in uh, Air, uh, in Texas, uh, which was our topic for tonight because we did some things that uh, we had never done before, and we're – Happy to share them with you. Uh, and then, you know, he decided, hey, if you're going back to Arizona, how about I just drive back up because my car and everything were down there. So uh, I proceeded to, uh, you know, jump in the car at O'Dark 30 and uh, I drove to Phoenix and Jay slept. So it yeah, worked out pretty nice. Well, we did try to stop and see Eric <laughs> along the way in El Paso. We did. We thought we were going to be able to stop and see Eric Haddad there in El Paso. Uh, we barely, barely would have made it. He he had an appointment. Like, well, he, he had an appointment. No, he had oh. an appointment in the afternoon, around two thirty. And we just barely and, got there. And so we, we would, yeah, we, we hit to... town at around one ten, one fifteen. And I'm like, man, you know, it's just so close. I had we gotten there around noon. I, I, actually, it was one of these things that we had made this plan, but this plan came together. Typical between Jay and I, and Mike can verify this, but our plans usually come together around 1030 at night when we're really tired. And we go, hey, I got an idea. Let's drive 15 hours to Phoenix. And then as I'm going down the hallway, I hear this, uh, hey, man, we should stop and see Eric. And I'm like, oh, crap, let me send him an email. And, of course, you know, we had we planned this a little better, we would have left Thursday and gotten out there and then flown, you know, all afternoon with him and then left out, spent the night in El Paso and then come on to Phoenix the next day. But uh, – as typical, it got messed up, and uh, we did not get to see him. So we are going to give him a shout-out once again, the 3D Aero Ventures, Eric Haddad. Aero Ventures. Uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and we will try to make an effort uh, to get through there. Uh, if not, then uh, we'll definitely send him an invitation to the um, to the uh, Electric Festival when it comes around in February. So, now, that's a um, registered mark of uh, – of uh, Park Flower Podcast fourth three D era ventures, by the way. Oh, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> there That's you right. Go. <laughs> I don't know if I registered anything. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, good. And then uh, I understand that uh, Mike, you got to do some things as well, right? Um, you're going to talk about today. So did you? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> He's kind of like, well, you did do some soldering work, which was pretty amazing. So right? Didn't you do a little fixing on your? Well, you're talking about my paramotor. Yeah, no, but it's still, I mean, it's RC related when you're in there with your. When you do it, yeah. Well, so it's a good old, uh, the TS100 uh, uh, soldering iron, you know, comes to, comes to the rescue again. I had problem with my kill switch on my uh, paramotor, uh, which was interesting on the landing when it didn't work. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it could have hurt, could have hurt some things, but luckily nothing got cut or broke or it was, it was oh, all worked out. News. But uh, so I had to solder some wires had come loose uh, from the kill switch, which is a real bummer. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I got in there real small and uh, got it all soldered up nice and tight, looking good. Did you just great. use the, uh, the needle, needle point? 
Yeah, I did. I actually used the small one. Yep, and that works. That works fantastic. You just really for those small wires because you can't really heat them up because all the plastic just sort of melts away. Just wicks off. Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you just put a little. You know, you tin them up, and then you put a little blob on the soldering iron, and you just tap it real quick. And as soon as as soon as you touch it, it's done. Takes a half a second. I learned that from the last time we worked on it. Yeah, Yeah, it was great. Well, I used to have a, a TS-100 sitting right here on my desk, and I cleaned my desk off, and I can't, I don't remember where I put it. So I, I was it. just using it five minutes ago. No, that's the current one. I had one in the box sitting over here, <laughs> but I can't remember. I was going to hold it up for those that are watching the video uh, now that that's out. Well, just insert here. I will. I figured out how to do that. Can we put like a TS-100 link again down We can. Yes, we do. We will. It's a great idea. Yeah, we'll do that. We thought of that. Yeah, I know, right? This is... So Jay was able to come uh, out to Phoenix, and he uh, was <laughs> – I know, right? <laughs> you can't see it, but, you know, evil uh, – anyway. Uh, so Jay was able to watch. He was sitting here one the, yesterday morning or whatever, and he was watching it. And I, I think he's really kind of gotten uh, kind of a good taste of this video thing. He liked it. Well, at first I didn't like it because it was just weird to watch myself. Mm-hmm. On, it's, yeah, because you were it, on it. Yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah, on yeah. it. You yeah, know, it's right. one thing to hear my voice. You know, like on a radio type thing, that was fine. But to see, you know, my shiny, you know, bald dome up there, and, and uh, <laughs> I you think know, you've had your hat on each time. I don't, I don't oh, remember no, no, you no, last one, uh, the first one. So one. it just was kind of weird to me to see to see myself. But the reason I I kind of like having the videos, doing the videos, is because as we're talking about things, you know, we know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's nice that we can visualize because you, you just think you're telling a story and people are going to understand exactly what you're talking about. Um, and it could be everything from our, our use of the word of escape to other things. But if we show a picture of what you're talking about or you show us a, a short video of what you're talking about, it's really easy to get the intent of what you're talking about to the audience. So I'm really starting to like to like what we're talking about. Cause like you said, you were just talking about the TS 100. You're going to hold one up. You didn't have one, but Hey, you can insert one in, you know, post edit mm-hmm. and, and right. stick it in there. Right. And then everybody knows exactly what you're talking about. So I, I just kind of like those things, whether, whether we're talking about certain planes or what we were doing and we can just post things up and people can see what we're doing. You know, even though we try to post it on our, our websites and some other place, you know, Facebook and stuff this way, the video, I just think it's, just you know, a little bit more organic, I guess. Well, and it it is fun to do as well, you know. I mean, because you're you're trying to get everything done, and then uh, I don't know if you watched the last one, Mike, when it just went out, but you were talking about flying underneath the bridge, and there's actually video of that, so I included it, and it's kind of neat, you know. Jay and I were watching it uh, together for a little bit, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, that's really cool that it switches to you actually flying under the bridge, and then back to us," you know. So. Uh, I think we're going to continue doing it. It's uh, been a fun challenge, and I think it uh, is our next uh, big step. So uh, leave us uh, you know, a comment. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel, the Park Flyer Podcast, and uh, subscribe. And we'll try to make sure that these videos get put out correctly. And, I mean, we're still kind of you know working that out. But uh, the upload portion of it, uh, for some reason, grabbed the wrong file. But this time, I think I figured out why. So... I, anyway. I don't know. Uh, do you feel like that was user error at all, Mike? I do. I really do. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. As opposed to well, platform I, error? No, because, I mean, I uh, I saved the file into a specific folder, and then I think uh, when I upgraded it, I took that one out instead of going with the one that was already completed. So Yeah. Because the one that actually got listed the first time that people may have watched uh, was the raw footage, raw video footage and audio. So 
the post-production Got part it. of it where we can, you know, we use microphones and everything, but the computer just, you know, it, it just uses its internal microphone and it's just me, right? I'm just doing a screenshot. So anyway, we'll figure it out and we'll make it a little bit better and maybe we can add some jingle yeah, just music. just bear with us, folks. Yeah, that's so that's, you know, we're still learning the video. We're old guys. What can we say? They don't, they don't have to watch if they don't want to, I guess. No, they don't. They can listen yeah. to it just like they normally do. Yeah. So, well, we appreciate our listeners. Um, you know, once again, the Park Fire Podcast is worldwide. We see uh, downloads all over the world. Uh, we need to start mentioning some of the countries that this thing gets downloaded in because uh, it's truly amazing for us to see our podcast being downloaded in Brazil and Germany. Madagascar. Madagascar. We had one. Out there. Yeah, we had one in uh, Indonesia. Uh, interesting, right? And it's just really interesting. So shout out to all of our Japanese listeners because they just hit the number three downloads behind the U.S. and Canada. So surprise, surprise. <clears throat> we evidently have a following in Japan. So that's good news too. <laughs> so anyway, let's talk a little bit about what uh, we did in well, Austin. Past, well, or Austin, Wimberley. Or, or, Wimberley. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. So um, I guess about a week, two weeks ago, when you first came down, um, I was looking for a, a project that we could do while we're while you were down. And of course, everybody heard about what happened to my key cat mm -hmm. uh, met its untimely demise. Um, but I was also thinking of another project to do, and um, uh, an individual named Tom, who uh, lives down where I am, had a couple of gliders for sale. And um, the first glider that I would tried to get, uh, he sold, uh, unfortunately, but. Um, I, when I wrote him and was talking to him, he's like, oh, don't worry. I have to have another one. And he, so he, he showed me these gorgeous gliders. And I said, oh, no, dude, that, that will not work. And he's like, why not? You should be able to do X, Y, and Z with it. And I said, well, you got to understand, I'm not going to be um, uh, launching them with, uh, you know, not with a catapult. What do they call those things? A uh, winch. With a winch mm -hmm. or, or with a, the rubber device. Uh, high, bungee, high star. A bungee cord. You're right. I said, so I'm going to we'll just be We'll just be your conscious. Yeah, thank, yeah thank no you. doubt. We're just going to hold signs up. Because yeah, <laughs> so he's just I, sitting right there. I said, so exactly. uh, it, uh, we were going to aero tow it up, right? We're going to tow him up with uh, another plane. So I said, um, I, we've never done this before. I've never done this before. So this is true. I, I don't want anything expensive like those beautiful, gorgeous planes that obviously you put many, many hours into only to have it smashed into, you know, Bits. balls of dust and, <laughs> and stuff like that. Um you know, do you have something, you know, that I can play with to figure this stuff out? And he goes, oh, well, I have to happen to have a, a gentle lady. And I go, perfect. Yeah, that is amazing little uh, Yeah, it's little a, that's a great – I had one of those. It's a great glider. Mm -hmm. So he was like, oh, I just happened to – a buddy of mine, um, he's kind of getting up there in years, and uh, he's getting rid of his fleet. He happened to, has, happened to have one. So I was like, okay, great. And so I came down, met him, and, and, and got the plane. And so he was talking about it to me, and he was explaining the plane to me. Um, they had modified it where they had actually added uh, spoilers on it, um, and that was pretty neat. A little, a little weird to kind of get together, but it, it works really fine. The design works fine. Um, and so he was giving me some pointers if I was going to aero tow it. He's like, okay, well, just make sure you tow it somewhere near the nose. And I told him, well, I, I have to have a tow release. I'm going to put it inside. It's going to, you know, that's what I'm going to use. Well, unbeknownst to me, I bought this tow release, oh, man, like five years ago oh, yeah. from Hobby King. From mm -hmm. Hobby King. Yeah. And um, I've been meaning to do this for the past five, six years or whatever. So um, when I got the tow release and put it up to the, the actual lighter, <laughs> I'm like, hmm, this is not going to fit in this. 
I, if I turn it this way or that way, I might be able to get it in there, but I still have to put a servo in there too. And it takes up the room of where the battery goes. So I'm just like, yeah, that ain't going to work. So then I, I go, I wonder if they have anything in my three, you know, on Thingiverse, maybe they have, I can 3d print something. Sure enough, there's five different designs on, on tow releases. Same problem though. By the time I put the servo in there for the tow release, it was just going to take up. It was, it was just too tight in the gentle lady. So I was just like, yeah, I'm going to have to let this go. And then I'm like, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Well, I remembered a couple of months ago, I was watching this, you know, once again, YouTube, I, I think I was started out with a cat video, but anyway, I ended up with these two German guys and they're towing around a plane, um, with Velcro. And so basically they had a, they had a length of rope. It went into a, a loop, a little small loop of Velcro. And they had Velcro right on the nose on the bottom and they just stuck the Velcro on the, on the on bottom of that and they towed it up. And then when they separated, they would, one guy would go down to the, you know, down to the right. The other guy would pull up to the left and it would just, you know, shear the, the uh, Velcro and they'd be off and flying. And I go, well, that looks kind of easy. I had plenty of Velcro, you know, when Mike was here, we went out and we got the, uh, the cord or string for it. And, um, you know, put out 50 or 75 feet of this stuff. And I, uh, rigged it up, made a couple of, uh, links, uh, with my 3d printer printer to kind of just, you know, snap, snap it all together. Um, I was very skeptical by the way. <laughs> yeah, he told, I he, am because, just you know, I was, it, sitting there, I was, I was doing other stuff, you know, they had other projects going on and he go, and I said, what are you doing? You know, because he's over there messing around with it. And he goes, Oh, well, I'm going to make a toe release. And so he's, he's got like, in his room, you know, he's got like this string going back and forth on the, on the floor. And I'm like, what the, and he's got this Velcro tied on the end of it. He goes, Oh, this is what we're going to tow the plane with. I was like, yeah, it was yeah, just a short, like one inch piece of Velcro. It was this big. I mean, it would literally, I mean, and it was two pieces and it was looped around. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I know what you read brother, but I just don't, I don't see how this is going to work in my head. I just had envisions of trying to turn left and right and having this thing just rip the nose right off or, you know, just drag it around, swinging this you know, gentle lady around with this airplane. But I was pleasantly surprised. So Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we get out to the field. Once again, uh, there really wasn't any wind or anything. Um, so we late, you know, we, we, you know, we flew the fun cub to make sure it was still trimmed out and it was having oh, some that, problems. That was yeah. interesting because he yeah. hands me the fun cub and says, here you go. He's out there putting the string and everything out and, uh, you know, getting everything, uh, you know, set up. And he says to me, oh, well, here, test this out. So he hooks it up, you know, with the battery. And I did one of those ring, 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 you know, and whoop, took off. And when I took off, the airplane just went, I actually put what, 10 degree or the first notch of flaps, take off flaps. And I started going and this thing literally was headed straight uphill with full down elevator. I mean, full down. And I go, Jay, yeah. I've got full down, down elevator. I think there's a problem. I think there's an issue. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? And I go, there's an issue. So I pull the power to idle. And of course it just tips over and now it's just coming straight down to the ground. And I pull back I go, now I have full aft elevator. And he's like, what? And so I added a little bit of power. I got it back around, and I put it over into the tall grass on the other side of the field where the grass is real high. 
And uh, anyway, it came down. I tried to put full flaps in there. One of the flaps only came partially down. So now the airplane's rolling, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. what Did you test this thing? And <laughs> That's anyway, what you were for. <laughs> oh, I was just sitting there with the radio yeah, in my I, hand. I was busy with the glider. So, so anyway, what, so yeah. it, it came down. Luckily, with full flaps in, it's, you know, it's a, a fun cub. The thing flies at, like, you know, one mile an hour. Anyway, it came down and just, poof, you know, landed in the tall grass. Didn't even get to the ground. I think the grass, it's so light, the grass stopped it. So Jay was out there anyway, and so he walked over, picked it up, brought it back, and he's like, uh, well, let me see. And I was moving everything, and I go, that's weird because all the control surfaces are working. They're all working. I said, but they weren't working in the air. I know they weren't. He's like, no, it was he touches something on the inside, and the whole, <laughs> whole elevator stops working. Flaps don't work. Nothing works. And I'm like, oh, we have a short somewhere. And so he messed around. And I guess it was one of the pins or something yeah. was coming loose or yeah. something. But anyway, we uh, we eventually found it. But, yeah, I flew that whole, you know, round the pattern without an elevator, just using flaps and power. So it was pretty crazy. That would have been disastrous, though, had we, you know, just hooked it up. Had I so. been flying it. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, have went, no, I would have nosed in for sure. I mean, oh. there's no way I would have been able to <laughs> nose. I doubt it with that cut, you know, with the fun cup, just putting the flaps out, slowed the thing down to like, you know, a I'm saying I probably wouldn't have thought of that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I anyway, been like, so we, oh, we got it fixed. Shit. We got the, uh, we got the fun cup fixed and, uh, and then we, you know, I went out there and got it all set up and then, then next thing I know, he's got this long string with this carabiner on the end of the string and he's wrapping it around, you know, the fuselage. Well, wait, 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 before we did that, we had to test the, the gentle lady. Oh, <laughs> that's true. We did test the gentle lady first because we had no idea how she would fly or anything. So we just kind of, <clears throat> uh, got out to the field and we, Oh, uh, the other thing we had to do was I had set the plane up on my radio, but I only had my radio for the fun cub. Right. So that was going to be the, the radio for the fun cub. And I said, Hey Mike, I, I made a um, a profile here. You could just copy it out of what, you know, just look at what I did. I only have one thing, and that is you have to switch the uh, the elevator to the ailerons because on the uh, receiver I had, for some reason, the uh, the elevator portion of it, if you plugged into that, wasn't working. But everything else worked. Did you hear what he just said? He has a receiver with one channel not working. This is this has got disaster written all over it, right? Because he <laughs> see, he does that out. Eh. I, I did not know it's this. It's good enough for a foamy. It's good enough for any plane. Oh yeah, sure. This is a balsa wood gentle lady, though, right? And so he tells me he's like, "Oh, I had to switch this over." And I'm thinking in my head, oh, "Okay, it has something to do with the fact that there's spoilers and there's no ailerons on it. Oh, it's no. just a rudder." So well, assumptions going on here. Exactly, and I never really questioned it because I did not understand that he had a receiver with a channel that was no longer working. So he just basically moved the, you know, the plug over to the next one and I'm supposed to know. So I'm in my radio programming all this stuff. So when I get it all programmed, I'm like, okay, well that makes sense. And you know, I'm moving it around. And so what do I do is, is I'm, you know, Jay has the, the rudder on the rudder and the elevator on the elevator. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to be flying like this. And then the bad news is the spoilers are up in the throttle off position, right? Because they're spoilers. That's how you land. You pull the throttle off and the spoilers come up. So that means you have to fly with the throttle stick full forward. Well, now I've got a full forward, right? And I'm having to move 
the rudder for that to fly the main and then pull the elevator. And I'm thinking this is the most uncomfortable, odd-shaped, you know, and my I got the DX18, so it's not like it's a small radio. And so Jay looks at me and goes, you ready? And he's got it all, you know, all tuned up. And I said, I'm ready for you to maiden it, but I'm not going to maiden it. <laughs> and he's like, why not? And I go, because there's already in my head this is not working out, you know. And I, I had gone into the radio to try and program rudder to aileron mix, but I could not figure out why it wasn't working, right, because there wasn't an aileron selection. We had moved the elevator to the ailerons. And so I'm in the radio, and I'm like, this isn't working, you know, and I'm like, all right, screw it. So I'm just going to have him do it because that way if he's moving this, you know, and it crashes, it's not me that did all the damage. So anyway. He says, you want me to maiden it? I'm like, yep, I'll throw it for you. So I took the, gave him the radio and I took the airplane and I just had this smirk on my face like, oh, this is just going to be, this is going to be one of those things where he's going to go, oh man, you know, we haven't even got to the toe. This is just the glide portion to make sure the control surfaces work. So anyway, I took two steps and I threw this thing and wow. Yeah, I, I was. It, 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 it glides and glides and glides. Oh my gosh, glides. that thing took off and went almost to the river. And it was just from my head. I'm six foot one. I just yeah. threw it over my head. Yeah, and he didn't I, I really used to, even I have just to do throw anything. it like light, and even with that, it's you can. It's like you know, twenty six to one or some kind oh, of crazy yeah. it's glide crazy, ratio. Thing. It's amazing. Crazy. Yeah. So it was just it was just going, 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 going. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going down the hill towards the river, like Mike was talking about. And so uh, once again, like he was saying, the throttle is on the rudder, and uh, just by sheer, uh, I guess it would be. Uh, Body action, not uh, muscle memory. Muscle memory. I, I was like, oh, got to cut the throttle. And I pulled back, which, of course, put out the spoilers, which it just gently glided, you know, came down into the tall grass. But Or else it would have just kept gliding all the way across the field. It was just amazing just how well it glided. Yeah. I, I was really impressed. I mean, I, I, I did not expect that to go well at all. <laughs> I really didn't. I, I expected us to be putting our stuff in the tr- you know, in the car. Get the guy, get the garbage bag. <laughs> so I was already headed to the car to get one. But. Start the fire. You got to put this balsa dust in there. So, so I was really impressed, right? And uh, so anyway, we went and picked it up. And then on the way back, you know, the two of us are walking back. I told him, I was like, you know, that is very. Or he he mentioned the fact. He said, oh, I see what you're talking about, having the the full forward on the throttle stick, trying to move the uh, rudder. We really should do some of that mixing that you, you or know, just move it off, or, or the, just the move aileron, it to the ailerons. the ailerons. We're gonna have yeah. to do that. Just move it to the ailerons. And I said, yeah, because it's really weird to have the throttle full and try to move. That's your main control, right? I mean, you, if they were both in the middle, it would have worked. It, you know, at least your fingers wouldn't have been, you know, opposing each other. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I was like, well, I, I tried. And I would have had that already on my plane, on my because I. I you know, I don't fly that rudder very right, often. Right, so right, So I, I fly it with rudder aileron, uh, aileron. I mean, I map the ailerons to the rudder. Right. And so I told Jay on the way back, you know, here we're walking back. He's got, I've got the radio and he's got the airplane. And I said, yeah, I said, I tried, you know, mixing it, but it wouldn't mix. I go, the aileron channel's not there. And he goes, oh, well, well uh, that's because the ailerons don't work. <laughs> No, he said that's because there are no ailerons. Right, there are no, there were none. And I go, well, yeah, but I should be able to mix the channel just because the ailerons aren't there. And uh, I said, the channel's not even there. He goes, well, it is, it's it's broke. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, it doesn't work. 
the elevator doesn't work or whatever the channel was. Right, so the I, channel for the channel elevator. for the elevator didn't work. So I moved the elevator into the aileron channel, and I went, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, then the light bulb came on, and I understood why it was that we we're using a you know a five channel because one channel. And I'm like, why would you do that? This is something we've never done before. We're about to tow this nice balsa glider up, and you're using some crappy, you know piece of junk that you found in your box that's not working this is this is just disastrous i don't see any problem night, with that man. Jay. i just was when i was putting that stuff together it was like freaking oh dark 30 so and that's what he said he goes well this is all i found last night and i'm like oh my god this is just once again i'm just watching balsa dust going everywhere on the field so i told him the good like, news wow. is none of our listeners or watchers in this case uh do that sort of thing i'm yeah, sure no 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 this like, is just us they use reasonably good <laughs> working parts that we don't do yeah, exactly. And kudos to you for doing that, right? <clears throat> so anyway, I told him, I was like, I don't know what you want me to do. He's like, well, uh, you know, we're going to have to just switch it out. And I said, whoa, whoa, wait. <clears throat> I have a good idea. I said, we, we've we got five channels, right? And one of them is an auxiliary channel. So I said, let's go ahead and uh, and assign the, you know, this auxiliary channel and, and I can do this mix. So that's basically what I did. In my radio, I took the rudder. Uh, I actually took the auxiliary channel and I made it the rudder channel or the aileron channel. And then I took the rudder and the auxiliary and I mixed them so that now the auxiliary was, was on my aileron stick and it moved maybe, what do you think, Jay? Probably 5% of the rudder. Five or 10. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe five or 10%. And then if you added rudder, it, it went, you know, even more. So it was exponential. So anyway, I put all that in there, and then that way you can, you know, kind of turn it with the ailerons just slightly and add the rudder and really get it to turn, and uh, which is the way I prefer to do, you know, to teach people to fly. We've had that whole podcast before. So anyway, didn't mean to interrupt, but now comes the whole, okay, the, you know, we've flown and figured out the problems with the Kafun Cub. We tested the Gentle Lady. Mm-hmm. Now here comes the Velcro part. Right. So, um... Like Mike was saying, I kind of laid everything out on the field, um, had my little cannabiner uh, thing that I had made that wrapped around the aircraft. Oh, that, wait, you wait, got to understand. Wait. Did he say can carabiner. of beer? It's a can of beer. Can of beer? Not can of beer. Can of can beer. He can't even say this word. It's a, it's a carabiner. Carabiner. There you go. Can of beer. Hold my beer. Like, hold my beer. Watch this. That's what I thought it was. Hold my beer. So the, the night before, you know, he's walking around and I'm doing some stuff and we're playing games and working on planes and stuff and just having a good time. And he says, hey, Mike, what is that thing that you use when you rock climb? You know, it goes around, has a little spinny thing on it. You know, it's like a little can thing. of beer. And I'm looking at him and I start, and I'm like, and, you know, exactly. And I'm kind of like, uh, uh, well, of course I know what it is, right? But he's try, he's, you can see it in his head. He's like, oh, you know, it's this. And he's describing this whole thing. And I go, I don't know what that is. But it, I said, it's what I use when I rock climb is a carabiner. That's it. It's a carabiner. And then off he goes. I was like, oh, he must be going to look for one. No, he went to his computer and 3D printed one. So now we have a 3D printed carabiner about, you know, so big, uh, probably about an inch or a half. <laughs> and and it even has a little screw part in there. I was actually pretty impressed with that, although the screw part doesn't work very well. But It's like a uh, two-ounce two ounce stress. Oh, yeah, it's a little thing. Yeah. So, with two so ounces, it's like snap. 
right yeah. apart. And so he ties. This is another thing, right? I mean, why wouldn't you go get a metal carabiner? <laughs> and I you had 3D one, I would you, I'd 3D use it, but print. I didn't have I didn't have a small one, so I printed one out. So he three D prints. None this. of the stores yeah. are open that late at night. No, so there not. you go. And we're going out the next morning, so this was a great deal. And so he he did it, and then he took the kite string stuff or whatever we had. And then he, you know, wraps it around the carabiner, and then he takes it and wraps it around the nose of the airplane. And I'm standing there looking at it. I'm like, dude, why don't you put that on the tail wheel? Just hook it to the tail wheel. He goes, everything I watched on YouTube said to put it on the front of the nose. I was like, no, to put it to put it right around um, the front of the air, uh, not the front of the aircraft. It's but, the nose of the airplane. No, it wasn't around the nose. It went it ran over the nose, but really where the string was coming out was right. Near the spar, yeah, yeah. It yeah. actually, it actually wrapped around the front so at of the, the cowling, CG basically, then, it's real close yeah, to so, the CG. So it okay. went over the top of the wing, underneath where the landing gear was, came back up, and then hooked onto itself. So the carabiner would have been in the front window of the fun cub, and the string would have come right off, and then right down the you know the back of the airplane. And I'm like, okay, whatever. If if you said that once again in my head, I'm thinking disaster coming my way. I mean, you know, once again. <laughs> Got to be responsible. Well, I can understand why we can make this crash. Because yes. you think about it, if you had it on the tail of the plane, right? So if you now you have a moment that's back there moving, you know, moving the, the back of the tail of the plane up right. and down, that's right correct. and left, and and it's not a it's not a tricycle landing gear. It was a ta- it's, it's a tail of air, aircraft. Right. Right. And now you have an extra moment on the back there, just tugging on that. Well, that plus can, you're 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 guiding the plane with that. So, so there's there's that. Yeah, that's true too. So right. You're going right. to level out or whatever. You're going to move that back end. Correct. More than you are the front end, right? That is correct. That makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. And, and is, it does make sense. It's all making to me sense. Now, yeah. Right? I mean, at the time, at the time, I'm standing out in the field sweating, going, uh, I don't think this is going to work at all. <laughs> well, uh, so anyway, we get everything laid out. We kind of do a function check. Uh, you know, double, triple check everything, and we kind of go over. You know, what our procedure to disengage from each other, you know, if things go bad, um, you know, you're going to go right, I'm going to go left, you're going to go down, I'm going to go up type of thing. Um, and we we attempt to, you know, to tow it off the field. So Mike's like, okay, here we go. And the plane's just sitting there on the ground. Everything's just sitting there. Nothing right? moves. Nothing's moving, right? And I'm like, ooh, that, okay. He goes, more power. I said, that's full throttle, bro. <laughs> so... So I, I walk back over to the plane and I just kind of give it a little shove to get it going and it starts starts moving. Well, it's it's starting to move, starting to move, and then all of a sudden it starts skewing, you know, starts doing the, right, the little spin and, right. and flips upside down, boom, you know, kind of crashes. So Mike stops everything. Um, I get up there, check check for damage, and, you know, maybe the rubber bands came off or something, so I put a lot back on. Um we try it again, and the same thing happens. And I'm sitting there like, oh, this time I'm like watching, you know, what's going on. And uh, so what was happening is it started getting up to speed. It's the field, although I had molded, mowed it um, like a week or two ago, There's and it's not like overgrown or anything, but it has a few of those wisps that, that grow up kind of high off the grass. It's just real, they're real thin. They're like those stalks, you know, just like real thin stalks, stalks of grass, but, but they're I mean, tall. But, but it doesn't Grass really affect stalkers. any mm-hmm. any of the plane. You know, if you're a prop plane or even an EDF, you could fly off the field. Yeah, still, no you know worries. what I mean. Um, but it was just enough to catch the glider and the catch the glider wing, and it would just start the plane to skew back and forth. You know, and it would just roll up, 
right onto its back when it, what happened. So I'm like, okay, that isn't going to work. And so Mike's like, well, we can just launch it off the table. And I'm like, uh, that doesn't sound like that's going to be a good idea. Dude, I was all for that. Just <laughs> set it on the table and get like a skier right off the right. dock. He's just sitting on the dock. Boat goes out. As soon as it pulls him, doof, you know, it's off the table. It's already airborne. He's like, mm, no. Yeah. I was like, okay. So, uh, I so what I did, idea. so what I did, what, what, what I did, what I saw those German guys do was when the, when they tried to, you know, if the ground launches weren't working, they would hand launch it. But what they would do is they'd run a little bit and then just gently let go of the plane and then they could take off there. Well, that seemed to work because Mike could get off, you know, he can get the plane, the fun cup moving. And with a gentle me having off the ground and just gently tossing it, it was already, you know, what, five feet up in the ground, off the air, off the ground. It was just enough that it would just, you know, the plane floats pretty well. So it would float and the other plane would build up speed and then would be able to catch the plane. And it just climbed right out. Easy peasy. Now, and this was, this was one of those other amazing, you know, where I just was expecting all of this stuff to go wrong. Right. I mean, We'd already had two attempts, and it wasn't going to work. I'm waiting for Jay as he's going to start running because this is what he says to me. I'm going to run with this in my hand, and then I'm going to toss it, and I'm just seeing myself, <laughs> him tripping over something. The radio goes flying. The, the airplane goes in floor. He's laying flat on his face, and I'm trying to, you know, can't help him because I've got the fun cup in the air. It just, once again, my head and all of that reasonableness that, could, that rolls around inside my brain, yeah, this isn't going to work out very well at all. And then, oh, you know, it <laughs> The fun right. cub That's takes it. off and just starts climbing. And I was like, no way. And Jay's like, you got it? And he's halfway across the fields. And I'm like, I can't talk to him over there. I'm yelling. I'm like, get over here. So he's like, you know, jog- jogging over to me uh, with his radio, trying to fly behind me. And, and I've got this thing wide open throttle. And it's just barely, you know, I mean, it's not really barely climbing. It is climbing pretty good. But yeah. so I get him up. And then now it's like, um, he turned inside of me. So the all of a sudden, we've got a tight rope and then pfft, instant slack, right? So now the, the string looks like a U. And I thought to myself, oh, well, that didn't, you know, okay, I, I, we got it up there, but this is it. You know, I thought the string detached. Well, Jay moved back behind me, and next thing you know, it went from a U-shaped string to just boing like that. And his airplane was turning, and it just snatched that that nose around and just, you know, took off behind the airplane. And I went, oh, this isn't working out either because that Velcro should have detached, but it didn't. And now I told Jay, I was like, uh, this is going to be tricky because the Velcro having, you know, grabbed the nose of that airplane, pulled it around was a pretty hard pull. I mean, he had no control over the airplane. It just jerked it right in line. And uh, I told him, I was like, well, just keep your wings level and we'll just come around. We'll try to land. And uh, so I started to turn. And when I did, he rotated the other direction and it separated. And I was like, no way. He's like, I'm off. I'm like, yes, you are. So I just chopped the throttle, came nose right in the ground and touched down and, you know, taxied up to where we were, pulled the string all in. And he flew a little bit downwind. And next thing you know, he goes, there was two birds that came flying in and started circling and he joined them and literally specked that thing out. It was yep. amazing. Then I handed the radio over to Mike and uh, he was flying around for a bit. And then I said, we'll try the spoilers, you know? So we tried the spoilers and you know, the plane dropped down out of the sky. Let me tell you, those spoilers work really well. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing like flying a gentle lady. I tell you what, those things are Oh my gosh. I, you know, Jay flew really for are. Jay flew for 10 minutes 
And then he handed the radio I, to me, and I probably flew for another six minutes. I, I've flown for an hour and a half, no stick. Really? So I set I set trims. I was flying in this area, and the thermals would be coming through, and I, it would just catch it, and then it would just fly around in a nice big circle. Wow! For yeah. like an hour and a half, I was like, "Wow!" So I was pretty happy that uh, we I got this uh, this version that had the spoilers because that that yeah, definitely was, added to the plane. Wow! There was no way we we're going to be able to get it down in any hurry. From where it was. I mean, oh, this yeah. thing was like tiny. I, and, and unfortunately, it's all one color on the bottom. It's all blue. So I'm like, oh, which way? He hands me the radio, and I look up, and I go, I can barely see this thing. Which way are we going? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, great. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm doing stuff like, okay, I don't know. Is it turning? Is it not turning? No ailerons. It's not like I can roll it, you know. It just does this nice gentle turn, and it was just stuck in this left-hand turn, and the thermal just kept going up and up and up. And I'm like, how do I get it out of the thermal? So I, you know, kicked the spoilers in and kind of flew it around. And, and, uh, like I said, I was up for six or eight minutes and I got to the point where I was like, okay, my neck is killing me now. You know, it's looking up. There. You, could, you couldn't tighten the turn with the rudder. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, yeah, you, you could could've. tighten it. So, I mean, why didn't you do that to get it out of there? Well, I, I mean, we did, but it's just, uh, I mean, that's eventually how we got it out. But I, you know, it was just one of those things. I didn't want to really like jump out of it cause it was way up there, but. Uh, the birds eventually moved off, and so anyway, I he, he goes, well, check out the spoilers, so I did, and that thing just comes straight down like an arrow. I mean, it, those spoilers do, do wonders for that airplane, and it, it's coming down out of the sky, and Jay's like, don't rip the wings off. You know, it's only held on by a rubber band, and you can see the airplane just, you know, it's starting to vibrate. I was like, oh, yeah, good point. So uh threw the spoilers back in, flew it around, and... uh it was tough. I've flown a lot of gliders that have really good glide ratios, but this one here, I misjudged. I mean, it. I expected, even with spoilers, you know, I had them in, I took them out, I put them in, I took them out, and the airplane just kept on going. So it went right past us, you know, kept on going. I threw the spoilers in, and it was headed out to Llama Land, you know, out there because the llamas were – actually, they weren't out there this they time. But, there they, time. But it was towards that fence area, and I was like, oh, man. So it went way out there, and he's like, oh, you got to walk and go get it. So I did. I walked and, and, you know, cruised over there. So then now he said, okay, well, I told him, I was like, well, let well, let me try the launch, right, because we figured out how to do the launch. So what happens is Jay says, okay, and he swaps out the batteries in his fun cub. And uh, and so I'm, I'm out there in the field, and I've got my – got the radio, and I'm standing with the, you know, with the glider ready to go, and – and he's messing around with the, you know, the fun cub trying to get it going. And he's like, okay, you ready? And I'm like, yes. So I, I didn't know whether to start running and then throw it or, you know, how does the whole thing work? So I waited, you know, so I'm holding this airplane and I waited till the string got taut, but I never let go of the airplane. I could have just let go of it, but I was, I was expecting to run, you know, so he's full throttle and I'm literally holding the airplane from getting airborne. And then he's like, run, you know, and I'm like, oh. And so I took like two steps and the airplane just jerked out of my hands. And he pitches up to start climbing. And I think he grabbed uh, an already used up battery because about that time we got about, and (laughs) the airplane, well, of course, you know, I let go. So the, the gentle lady's climbing at this 45 degree, you know, up. And then all of a sudden he's diving. So now the gentle lady's pitching over. And I'm thinking, oh crap, because we're not even probably what six or eight feet above the ground. Well, we were higher. We were a little higher. A little higher, maybe. But uh, so I just rolled the airplane opposite direction to him, and the Velcro came apart. And I go, I'm off. And he's like, good. And then you know he he didn't even have enough 
energy to get back to the ground. He just dead sticked it in. And uh, so anyway, I flew it around uh, the pattern about three or four times. And then there was no wind or thermals or nothing. So I came in and landed. I was like, dude, you need a new battery to that thing. That thing was dead, you know, and we were laughed. And so he dug around in his bag. He goes, okay, I think this one's charged, you know. So he put that in there, and uh, and we. Well, gave yeah, it it's too bad Jay doesn't have a battery tester. Yeah, exactly. I think I have to get him yeah. one. So, yeah, uh, so anyway, we put the. I new know bat- what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> exactly. We put the new battery in, and uh, that one was much better. And so uh, we tried it again, and actually got up to altitude. And it is very tricky to try and fly uh, the gentle lady behind the airplane. Um, it's almost easier just to let the cub pull the airplane around. And going straight out. Yeah, right? and just go straight out and pull it, and all you're doing is trying to keep the wings level. And then even when he makes a turn, we were trying to turn as well, but you turn inside, and if you just let it pull you, then the nose will come around. So we figured that out. And uh, so this, the third time you know, that we went up, I, uh, I flew it around you know, probably five or minutes or so, and and uh and then i came in and landed i think we flipped one more time i think yeah it was getting hot by that time it was really really hot so we had believe it or not we had four successful launches and four successful recoveries uh we had an emergency that was recoverable and both airplanes got on the ground okay uh and we um we had a blast yeah, it was it was amazing. I mean, we were high five and going, man, this is amazing because, hey, you know, it's something we've never done before. No, never, uh, never, ever. Done. I'm sorry. I missed that. That would have been. Oh, it would have been, been great. Yeah. You would have been giggling. So, the whole so, time, so interesting thing is I just happened to watch uh, a guy in a real glider get towed by a plane. Mm-hmm. And what you guys are talking about is pretty much some of the same things that he had to deal with. Correct. Uh, in a real plane, which was. Uh, you know, the plane would turn and, and he would turn well, you know, he didn't have the same problems you guys did, obviously. But, you know, there still was some – you could tell like the the cable, tow cable would yank him a little bit, sure. a direction or that. And then he would adjust based on what was happening there. But that's basically what they did. They just flew straight on out and, and he got up over some mountains that had some thermal lift and he was off and flying. But it sounds pretty cool, guys. I, yeah. I wish I was the- there. Once again, the hard part about it was not, you know, climbing, if you're climbing straight out from you, it, it was easy yeah. to stay with the toe planning and, and keep your attitude and, and uh, climb rate. It's when he, like Mike would turn to fly back down the field. It's not so much like getting discombobulated because of the controls, but it was, am I, you know, the, your perspective, your perspective, am I dead in, in line with him behind mm-hmm. him or now is the glider, you know, like off like this is it up and above him like this am i you know am i turning inside of him so now i'm down and below him as he's turning it's very hard to gauge that you know when you're looking at the plane as it's flying you know this way as opposed to going straight out you know it kind of looks like maverick talking with yeah, I know. Yeah. there we were there we were uh, i had him so anyway it 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 was very <clears> interesting <throat> i could see you need a, you know a little bit more stick time to kind of work that out but uh, it was it was really fun. It was it was a lot of fun uh, doing the towing and the and the gliding. Just because um, I did a carrier landing, my first carrier landing. Uh, after I towed Mike up and and he came off, I came in and uh, the Velcro caught on some Texas weed out there. Just as I came over the the, the mode part of the runway, it caught on some weed, and the plane went dink, right to the ground. I was like, <laughs> it was Whoa. Funny. It looked like an elevator. So. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was it was well worth the money, and uh, you know, my thanks to Tom for selling me the plane and 
And uh, like I said, it gave us gave us some good content, and we had a good time doing it, and gave us a good story. And I and I will so, tell you that I was I'm, I'm truly amazed that the Velcro actually worked because that, that was something that I you know I let Jay do it because he read about it, but I I just fully expected this not to work. Hey, forget about that. What about the three D printed stuff? I mean, uh, you know what? what I'm, I, I, I'd say that's well. That's my point. Uh, I'm the most I'm most impressed with the recent things that we've done having a 3d printer with model or model adventures because true, true. we've solved a bunch of different things with a, a part that we couldn't find or didn't have, you know, didn't they're available, but you know, you got to order it and it would take weeks to get it or whatever. Right. And you know, with the 3d printer, Jay's able to print this stuff up. I mean, what we did to my MX two, for example, to make that thing be better oh, that's right, uh, yeah. with regard to the battery tray and the way the, the wing holes uh, held the rods and stuff. I mean, that stuff all shored that stuff up and made the plane fly better and more controlled because, you know, mine, in my X2, the battery was kind of shifting back and right. forth because of the way I had it set up. But now I could put it in that tray and shove it forward, and it's all good, and it stays in there nice and tight. And so, uh, you know, you don't have to have a big printer. I'm pretty sure my Delta can print all the things that we've ever printed at Jay's so far. Yeah, probably so, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and in fact, I modified tiny printer. The, the stuff that was too big, you know, like the tray and some other stuff. I modified them so that you could print if you, if they ever broke, you could print them out. They would just come out in two pieces and you glue them together, yep. and they'd be fine. Yep. yep. So, and so, so just that kind of stuff. In fact, I, I was been working on uh, my printer today, and was I'm looking at uh, I'm going to be making my VTOL at some point. I'll start working on that. And Jay turned me on to an idea of using gears to turn the um, the motors. No, to yeah, to turn the motor uh, direction right. instead of using a um, instead of using a troll arm, and I think that'll work out way better because I can do gear ratios, and so that way, if I need to turn more or less, I can adjust that with either a change in gear ratio or just a change in the in the uh, in the movement curve, and so I can get you know really precise uh, engine placement um, based on. Right, because that was the one thing. If if you the rods were different lengths or they were whatever, they're not turning uh, in unison. You know what I mean? So, oh, right. Well, there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of issues, and you, and there's and with what I was doing was I was gluing stuff directly, and once you glue it in place, you don't really have a chase, chance to adjust it. Right. But now I can make like a. Uh, uh, one thing we had trouble with was motor mounts. Now I can make a motor mount out of plastic, put it right on there. You know, yep. I can zip tie it in a certain spot or, or screw it into a certain spot. And if it's in the wrong spot, I just have to unscrew it a little bit, rotate it, screw it back down. I mean, yep. all kinds of good, good possible things and, and all through because of the 3D printing makes that possible. No, oh, absolutely. In fact, I printed out uh, uh, AZ, Mike. I printed him a bunch of uh, battery, uh, not cup, caps. No, they're cup caps. They're caps. Yeah. And so, I, I didn't know it. A battery cap? Yeah, you know the so the exposed end where you plug the battery in, uh, like to your charger. oh, like on the cover of a Dean's or in the cover. Uh-huh. Of, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I have the EC uh, fives Five. or whatever they and, are and XT nineties. Nineties. Why would you? So I, why would you need a cap for either one of those? Because Jay was just printing just, stuff. Just out. because I was just printing stuff one day. I, I was not TV. there for a month, right? I I left all my stuff there and I was gone for a month. So he had busy doing. You know, he was busy doing that stuff, and I never even noticed because. When we got there, we were busy working on his stuff. My stuff was in another room. And then when we got time to go, I just loaded it all in the car. You know, I have a big carry case for all my batteries. I didn't even look at it. I just shoved it in the car. So anyway, we got home, and uh, just today, I guess, we were putting the new motor in 
uh, now we're back in Arizona. I'm putting the new uh, motor in my EDF, my L39, because, you know, we ordered it last time. And you can see it's it's missing. There's two of them there, and now one's missing. But, um, yeah, I went to go grab a battery, and I'm like, what is this thing, you know? And then I realized that every battery in my entire case had a cap, had a cap on it. And I was just That's like, cool. did you hey, print so these when out? You, and when you like, guys yeah. drove to Phoenix, do you have to go by Dallas? Uh, no. Unfortunately. Because uh, I would have loved to get my wings back. I know, right? We talked about that. So, yeah, you know, uh, when he flew up there, to, I would have uh, met you for, somewhere. Fly the plane. He he uh, he could have brought the wings up. When he yeah, because remember there. I came yeah, up to Dallas. I know, but I know. I, I think I, we have a friend Tom is coming down. Maybe we can send him. Yeah, Tom may be coming down. So for the Fourth uh, of July. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get your wings back to you. Oh, I'll highly get modified. Actually. Highly modified. Because Jay's Good. had them for a month, but you know, you never yeah, know. that's that's fine. <laughs> they probably have flamethrowers. They'll probably work a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> they got flamethrowers and uh, you know bomb drops and all this other stuff on them. But yeah, they'll be good. Fifty uh, they'll, cal they'll work. Fifty cal. Yeah, fifty cal. So, well, I I have to say that uh, it was a blast, you know, to learn that and to actually go through that. Jay and I you know, had never done that before. And, and it's amazing that we had it. I mean, as many years as we've been doing this and as many gliders as we've flown, we've never winched, winched a glider and we've never uh, towed a glider. Uh, or bungeed one. <clears throat> or bungeed one. I've done, I've done high start. Have you done high start? Um, yeah. So you'll have to walk us through something like that. We have uh, done the DLG, uh, so I've done those. It's really nothing different than what you're talking about. Really? The, the t- toughest part is that you don't hold the plane in the wrong spot so you don't rip off a surface. Oh, right. Right. Right? I mean, you, you basically hold it by the, by the you know, the bungee, the, the high start rubber part. Oh, gotcha. Up by the nose, which is where it's connected up by the nose. And in my case, it just has an L wire with a washer on it. As soon oh, as it gets sense. past, as soon as it gets past, it just slides right off. That's cool. Yeah. Well, oh. as long as it's not tensioned the whole time, right? right. So I mean, that was is. something Tom did uh, warn me of because uh, this glider did have a um, high start bungee, hook. high start high start hook on mm-hmm. it, which is back by the you know back by the uh, it's right in front of CG, the wings, right? Yeah. CG, right? And so he said, "Oh, if you're going to tow the plane, whatever you do, don't use that hook." And I go, oh, "Why not?" <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, you." You do not want to do that. And I go, why is that? And he goes, well, when you use a high start, high starts go out at, you know, anywhere from a 40 to a 50 degree angle when they launch. And they just kind of go up until, you know, they reach their peak and then the, the thing falls off and then you can start gliding. You know, but it goes for maximum altitude in the shortest, shortest amount of time. I said, if you go and try to tow the plane like that, well, it's when you launch it, that's it's going to do this. Right. And he goes, you want to be behind an aircraft towing you and, and going at a 45-degree angle up above a plane that's trying to climb out and get you to, to altitude. Goes, that would have been disastrous. That would have, he, that's what he was saying. It would be disastrous. He goes, you want to get towed by the nose or to the side or to the top. doesn't matter where, just as long as it's somewhere on the nose. So that's what I kind well, of Well, I hope did. you can provide some pictures of, of where you tied you know, right. like it on. Unfortunately, we, didn't, we took some, but we didn't send them to you. Yeah. No, no, I, I meant for everybody else. I mean, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we took some photos, uh, and, and it was a pretty good setup. I got a really good photo, probably use it for our webpage, but it's looking down the string all the way from the fun cub to the gentle lady, so it's actually kind of cool. Um, it, it was a nice uh, a nice time. You know, it wasn't really super hot. It was There was one or two thermals that Jay got to catch. Uh, it was an interesting skill, and then we spent the rest of the time talking about, wow, it would have been really cool to have the turbo beaver there because that thing would have been 
fantastic. A big six plenty of turbo, power. plenty of power, yeah. just would have just you know gone up, and we we it would have gotten airborne so quickly because it's got you know full span flaps. You can do all that work, and so we uh, the fun cub was was a good start, but I think it probably to to launch it off the ground. You're if gonna, I'm going to do it again, I'm going to put a, I'm going to go ahead and probably prop it down to a twelve mm-hmm. uh, twelve inch prop and uh, put a four cell in it. That'll work. So. Yeah, you had another good. use for a fun cub. Way I look at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, the fun work. cub does come with a uh, a tow release uh, uh, option, I, which come, came with the plane. You just have to hook a servo up to it, so it releases oh, from cool. the plane. Yeah, yeah, from the from the roof, if I remember yep. right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so uh, we I know we're coming into closing our show here pretty quick, yeah. but I uh, got a, a gift or package that showed up on my doorstep the other day. What? Um, uh, yeah, and it was a surprise to me too because I didn't order it, and so it turns out it was a gift that Jay had sent me for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess they finally got around to giving it the COVID okay, and uh, <laughs> well, they well, actually delivering. no, you you have no? you have a fir- <laughs> you have a first birthday gift, and this is your second birthday gift. Right, I have a two birthday gifts. This is good. It's better than Festivus. Gifts. Yeah, better than Festivus. <laughs> yeah. So you were a really good boy last year. Uh, or this year. So anyway, um, better than festive. So basically, uh, I had ordered you something, and that was held up by co- you know COVID. They were like, "Oh no, uh, but you know Amazon's not shipping it out." You know, I, I made sure I got it. it was coming from Amazon. I didn't order it from overseas just just because I knew what the Wuhan thing. You know, it wasn't going to come in any time. So it said it's going to be there like in a week, and I'm like, "Oh great!" You know, order it. Nothing. They they write me back and they go, oh, but you know, Amazon because of COVID, Amazon is swamped trying to send out like you know masks to people. So your your stuff's been put in you know put in the rear you know on the truck type of thing before it gets on the truck. Can you wait? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Well, that turned into a month, two months, and then I'm like, hey guys, uh, am I getting this stuff? You know, uh, the, you know, starting to uh, you know, COVID's going away. Hey, you know. <laughs> Ship my buddy's Mike might out. move. So yeah, right. he might move. What's yeah. going to happen? So, uh, so anyway, you know, I'm getting no response from those guys. And they're like, oh, it's still delayed because of COVID. And I'm like, okay, that this this isn't working. So uh, I went ahead and I ordered you your gift. Uh, and it came fairly shortly. It came like in three or four days. And so I was just hoping you'd like it, you know, so you wouldn't have to wait all that long. So, the second oh, I, gift you're talking so about. I forgot to tell you. So the first gift actually is going to go to me when you get it. That'll be your okay. birthday gift to me because I ordered batteries because I ordered one too. And um, so uh, my batteries just showed up right before we left, uh, by the way. Uh, but they canceled my order uh, for the for the gift, but your order's still in. So hopefully yours shows up and then, you know. Then you can give it back to Jay. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I don't remember the name of the um, the maker of this uh, helicopter. Ishii. It was a helicopter I got. Ishii. 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 Yeah. And I was I liked it because, uh, one, it flew for a long time. Like the most – the longest I've ever flown one of those little toy helicopters. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, it flies in the house. I got it, yeah. It's the kind of thing that flies in the house. You know, you wouldn't really want to fly it outside. I don't think it would do the wind very well. Um, but uh, it manages really nicely. Uh, uh has the same problems that you always get with those toy helicopters. You know the trim works sure. for the when 
when you trim it in the front of the battery, it works one way. And then as the battery starts to die, you have to trim it back just just to continue flying it. So you try to find a, like, a really reasonable trim spot so you don't, you're not back and forth trimming it. Yeah, right? you're not back and forth. But it seems to fly, fly around pretty good. I did bust the tail boom, you know, the thing that you land where, where it holds the tail rotor off the ground. I end up busting oh, that. Oh, the or, uh, yeah, what, little t- tail skid. The yeah, tail, tail skid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, but I was able to glue it back. I don't know how long it'll stay, but I was able to glue it back. And uh, I probably could print something that would fit, you know, in space or something. Glue it probably on there. Or so, so anyway. So did it, it actually good. fly for the time that they said on the box? Yeah, yeah, fifteen minutes. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing because yeah. it's a one cell battery, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. In fact, it's the same one cells you have in some of the drones that w- that I've had. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's that 370 yeah. uh, whatever battery. And right. that, well, that's kind of cool, too, because I had a bunch of those batteries. So then I didn't have to go and get different batteries because, as you guys know, I don't like doing that. <laughs> yes, we know you don't like doing that. Wow. All right. Our time is slowly going away. I think we reached our, our limit. And uh, I don't know why I've just got hit with a wave of... Yawns, trying to get enough air in here. Are we boring you? You're not boring me. I just uh, I need oxygen or something. Who knows? It's probably got this. stuffy in the room. There's two of you in there. You there know, is, dead. yeah. Normally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's breathing on me. So all that carbon dioxide or carbon, mon- yeah, whatever it is, carbon dioxide, monoxide. No, it's carbon dioxide. Oxide made Oxide. me sleepy. So, well, we'd like to once again give a shout out to A Power Batteries. Uh, we do have a PFPC ten. Uh, go to rcbatteriesusa.com and check them out. Let us know how they work for you. Uh, When you need extra power, get a power. uh, A power. A power. (laughs) And then uh, also uh, check out 3daeroventures.com. Aeroventures. And and we uh, give a shout out to them and use the 15% off park flyer in the checkout and also let us know how that goes. Well, Jay and I are going to try and go fly, um, probably while he's here, and um, you know, not burn I have down all thing. of Arizona. Not burn down Arizona because it's half yeah. of Arizona. I have on one fire. more. Th- I have one more thing. What's up? If someone wants to call, they can call eight three zero four 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 nine four three. That's right, and we uh, we look forward to hearing from Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah, and everybody else that's called. We've had more than just Steve call, but uh, yeah, we're just teasing the guy. Yeah, it's always fun to hear from our listeners. So send us an email, parkfirepodcast at gmail dot com, or once again, number is eight three zero four 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 nine four three. Wherever you are in the world, listening to our podcast or watching us on YouTube, we appreciate your patronage. Uh, you can always head over to our website at parkfirepodcast.com and donate. That helps us keep the show running, uh, and we do appreciate everything. Well, for Michael here in Arizona. And Jay from the hills of Arizona. <laughs> the burning hills of Arizona. <laughs> burning <right>. hills of Arizona. <laughs> at AK Mike in Texas. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.